Parshas Kisavo is not just a Parsha HaShavua, but its reading at this time actually fulfills Etakana Sezra, which states that the Tocha, or the admonition of Sefer Devarim, must be read before Rosh Hashanah. Now, why was this reading of the curses instituted at this time? Explains the Gemara in Megillah and Daf Lamedal from Adbeis, Kadesha Tichle Hashanah Vakil literally in order that the year should conclude and its curses. Now, what exactly does that mean? Perhaps it means that we should start the year off on the right foot and avoid reading unpleasant curses at the start of the year, finish it off at the end. But that's not exactly what the words mean. Once again, the goal is to conclude both the year and its curses. Now, what is the meaning of that goal, and how does the reading of the Tocha accomplish that? The year is going to conclude automatically, after all. But it's the klalos, or the curses, that we're apparently worried about. That when the old year exits, we want the curses to leave with it. But how does the mere reading of the curses accomplish that? The answer appears to be that there's a link between the reading of the klalos and the klalos themselves. Indeed, the word klala can refer to the description of the curse or the manifestation of the curse itself. And similarly, the word musar, musar, can refer to the words of harsh reproof and admonition, or it can refer to the manifestation of that harsh reproof itself, the trials that come with it. Now, neither klala nor musar are pleasant, neither to listen to nor to experience. But if we had to choose between the two, we'd obviously choose the former. And perhaps it's for this reason that as unpleasant as it may sound to our ears, Shlomo HaMelech urges us, Musar Hashem b'ni al-temas, the chastisement of Hashem, do not despise, do not reject it. No one particularly enjoys receiving Musar. But apparently, if we are receptive to the words of Musar and humbly take the words to heart, that will be all that we need. We won't need to experience the real thing. Now, it sounds babyish, but at the end of the day, let's face it, who are we kidding? Are we perfect? Do we not need reminders of the Ratzon Hashem and how to fulfill it? Are we actually receptive to the words of Musr when we hear it? Or do we so often reject, shrug off, or even despise constructive Musr when it's given to us? It's actually the immature, juvenile, and babyish part of us that doesn't want to hear it. It's the babyish part of us that needs to hear it. And it's the adult part of us that should appreciate it and want to hear it. It's the adult part of us that should be willing to admit that we too still have babyish tendencies and require improvement. The Yamim Norayim are marked by the tension of Avinu Malkenu. That Hashem is both our loving Father on the one hand and our King of Justice on the other. But if one wants to earn the love of Hashem as his Father, the answer is apparently to stop being a baby and admit that you're a baby. Because at the end of the day, we are Hashem's babies. He gives us warnings because he loves us and wants what's best for us. With that said, let's not despise the Musr of Hashem, no matter how he may communicate it to us. And we should be zoche to that alone, that this year and its close should conclude, and we should enter the new year with a father who is proud of us.